0: the baller, my life is more than money and jewelry. My stories so crazy, dog. I said make a movie. Behind the baller, I went from playing sports to exotic whips Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know i the shit. Behind the baller, my life is more than money and jewelry. My stories so crazy, dog. I said make a movie. Behind the baller, I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home at last. Behind the baller. Yo yo yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy, the Korean John Cusack. That's Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, a.k.a. the Korean Frank Lopez, a.k.a. Chichi Get Yes, indeed, y'all. BTB Army. This is the hangover edition of the world famous Behind the Baller podcast, brought to you in high definition stereo sound, produced by none other than the eight time podcast producers of the year, the Dust Brothers. AKA the captains. That's Miles Davis and Jordan Winter. Yes, his real motherfucking name is Miles Davis. For some of you you guys, a lot of you guys who are young, you probably have no idea what the fuck that is. That's probably the most legendary fucking jazz musician ever in history. Anyways, guys, I am back. I got a golf tournament today. I am fucking feeling like straight doo-doo. I feel like burnt toast. Um like I, I feel crazy. But let me tell you something. I don't know how many more bachelor parties I'm going to go to in my life. I highly doubt there'll be more than a handful. And I don't even think there might be too many more, really, right? But let me just tell you guys about one of the producers of this show. Jordan Winter, and I've said this before, is one of the best guys that I know in the world as far as human beings This man is just a rare specimen. Now, when you're that good of a person, the people that usually fuck with you and surround yourself with are probably going to be great people. And I have to say, this is just a rare occasion. If you've ever seen a bunch of girls hang out, there's going to be shit talking, snickering, there's arguments, there's all kinds of bullshit that goes behind scenes and whatever, and there's just, you know, you see big parties of girls. It could be even five girls, four girls. It's just, you know, there's just drama, okay? Jordan brought together the best, well-rounded guys I've ever met. Like, fucking wild, okay? Like, it was eight of us total, and there wasn't even a disagreement about anything, it was just a really, really good fucking time, and we're gonna get more into it right now um but just I gotta do an episode about how small the fucking world is because it really is just absolutely fucking just microscopic when it gets to how many people I've crossed paths with and um it, it's just weird because I ended up taking um you know, I had to change my flight, I don't know if i if I brought that up on the show before, but you know, I was coming back on Monday. Didn't even fucking realize that Father's Day was, you know, Sunday. I was like, "Fucking a!" Like, Jordan, you decided to do it on a fucking Father's Day. I mean, it is what it is. It's not a big deal. You know, I don't want to make Jordan feel bad about it. He didn't know. And over half the guys that were there were fathers. You know, married. So you know, I had to switch my shit up. But um we're gonna talk about JetBlue Mint in a little bit. But I took a flight Thursday afternoon. And I came back Sunday morning to make um, Father's Day. And on my flight was one of Jordan's good friends that he plays basketball with, this dude named Trey. Me and Trey started talking just a little bit. He was gonna upgrade to first class, uh, not a big deal. But um, he couldn't get a seat, they were sold out. And there was all this drama that was going on. There was really bad weather in New York and it fucked up everything. There was over 164 flights canceled. Actually, probably way more than that that was just what I saw in LA. But like there was tons of flights canceled. You couldn't go into the fucking East Coast. They couldn't come down. It was some crazy shit. And our flight got delayed a little bit. But when we landed in Miami, me and Trey took an Uber to our Airbnb, which is a beautiful house. And we started talking. And in this fucking 20 minute conversation, we realized that not only do we go to the same junior high, same high school, we had the same homies, and some of these people were like dear to his life. So it was really fucking crazy, man. You know, and then um, Trey's super good dude. Um, we hit, we pull up to Bagatelle, and we get to Bagatelle, and I love Bagatelle. It's you know, a great place, and it's kind of late, you know. And the, um, the finals are going on, right? And of course, you know, uh, Golden State, the world champions. We'll get into that a little later in the show, but you know, we get to Bagatelle, and just the vibes are just like lit right we have a nice table we're sitting down they already ate they got dessert coming out they're having drinks and i'm like fuck this am about to get me some motherfucking food you know and, and by the way jet blue you know they, they fed me i had a nice little meal on there i had shit man it was crazy how they switched up their menu you know they have gourmet there's no commercial airline flight domestically in the usa that has better first class than mint uh jet blue and has better food. No one's even close. Not not American, not United. They're going to have these like whatever catering services. This is like, they have like cool chefs. I forgot what the dude's name is. But anyways, going on, get the Bagatelle and uh, we're chilling. And um, the vibes are impeccable again. Music, there's a singer, lounge singer. And we're in there just kicking it. You know, I'm meeting all those dudes, all the people, right? We're missing one guy who happens to be Jordan's cousin. And it sucks because he's the one who set everything up. I didn't set up a shit. And, you know, um, I'm a little disappointed that Michael Rapport didn't show up. And I'm saying this publicly because I am. And you never know what's going on with people's lives, right? You don't know what's going on in my life. You don't know what's really going on deep inside. I don't care. Because I got, you know, health issues. I got 117 fucking employees. I got three businesses. I got three kids. I got, you know, a wife, like... Man, I'm just I'm just kind of disappointed. You know what I'm saying? And just, um, I wish he was there. Uh, Miles couldn't show up because of uh, personal family reasons and I wish he was. He had major FOMO. But the shit show began in a good way on Thursday. We were like, fuck, we landed late. Landed like at 9.30. We got to Bagatelle like at fucking 10.30 and they started to kick us out at like, I don't know if it was midnight or 1 a.m. So crew deep. You know, we head over to Tootsie's. And by the way, guys, Tootsie's is the greatest strip club in the USA. It could be top three in the world and it would probably be still number one. I'm just saying, Tootsie's is world champion level museum quality strip club. Okay. This place is just in fucking sane. My wife don't trip on strip clubs. She's not, she ain't like that. She's not tripping on these types of things. But, And thank God my wife is so fucking cool. But if you are ever in Miami and you don't go to Tootsie's, at least for a bachelor party, you are tripping, okay? And I'm going to get into that in a second, but you go to Tootsie's. And by the way, I got to give a big shout out to Louis at Tootsie's, you know, one of the general managers there. And I got to give a shout out to my boy, Chino. Chino is a Korean dude who um, works there at Tootsie's. Bless me with the Tootsie's t-shirt. You will see it on the podcast uh, page and um, you know, just having good fucking times. And we we were chilling in there and uh, the vibes incredible. You know, you're gonna see 160 girls, upstairs the VIP, downstairs the regular shit. And it was really true. I, I was bugged out at how many people recognized me. You know, I was just kind of just, of course, I'm wearing a fucking the Korean John Cusack t-shirt, right? So people are like, oh, fuck, you know. And by the way, forgot to mention, I ran into my boy, Chef Chris Cho from Philadelphia. He's actually blown up. He's got a very popular TikTok page. He's a Korean chef, Korean dude from Philly, really good dude, got to shop it up. His flight got canceled, so he was stuck at my airport, and we chopped it up for a little bit. But anyways, going back, I'm wearing the Korean John Cusack shirt, make it a great day, which by the way, guys, is available at benballershop.com. Uh, might be sold actually, fuck, I'm sorry, unless you wear a size small. Um, and so, you know, we get to Tootsie's, and by the way, Tipsies is, you know, all the way. It is full nude, they got a fucking legit kitchen, you can get motherfucking steak, uh, Cuban sandwich, you can get chicken wings, you can get everything, I mean, uh, they got a legit ass kitchen, mashed potatoes, all that. And the dude who used to take me there was Q. And I've been there a couple of times with Drake. Drake talks about it all the time. It's one of his favorite places. In fact, Drake was there this weekend. Um, And, uh, oh, we're going to get into that too. Fuck. So, yeah, you know, um, we were inside Tootsies just vibing, having a good time. And then we realized we're having such a fucking good time that, you know, we decided to say, Why the fuck are we going to go to 11? And by the way, just so you know, 11 is the top three nightclub in the country. And I would say top 10 on the earth. 11 is a fuck, is legit as fuck. It is a great club. Now, mind you, just for some homies, you know what I'm saying? We're not trying to go crazy. We're not trying to go get the best table here and there, whatever, boom. Now, if I was doing an appearance, you know, and they're paying me 25, you know, bands to show up for an hour or something... Maybe different, you know, maybe we do something, but I'm not trying to work. This is I don't want no spotlight on me. This is all about Jordan. So we just figured out, like, look, we're gonna spend 10 to 15 grand minimum inside, you know, eleven. And, you know, at the end of the day, we want to have more fun. You know, we we just not we were on a budget, we were just just being conscious about what we wanted to do. And uh, you know, when you split things up eight ways, it just ends up being, you know, it, it's not that bad. So We had such a good time at fucking Tootsie's that we decided to cancel our reservation at 11 and have the fucking bachelor party at Tootsie's. So it was lit. I don't know what fucking time. I think I tapped out around 4, 4 4.45. Then I realized I was up at five. Jordan was up until fucking eight or something. And I think a lot of the guys were up fucking super late. And then it just felt like that was like the hangover, the movie, We woke up, I woke up, and I was in fucking shock. It was 11-something. And I know it's East Coast time, but still, that's 8-something. I was like, yo, that's not very much sleep. If you go to sleep at 5.30 in the morning, you know, that's, what, four and a half hours of sleep. It ain't that much. But I wake up, and I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? Now, you know, I'm ready to get my Postmates on. I'm ready to get my shit. And by the way, just so you know, my wife tells me, she goes, you know what? Enough your intermittent fasting. I know it's important, but this is Jordan just go with the flow, go drink, cancel that shit for the trip. So from Thursday to Sunday until last night, yeah, I, I was just not on any intermittent fast at all whatsoever. And I was all right. It was cool, you know, I mean, I definitely went way overboard with Jolly Ranchers and fucking Galaxy Chocolates and shit and everything. But yeah, so wake up, couple people are kind of straggling around. Some of the dudes didn't show back up at the room. Uh, Jordan has passed the fuck out, obviously tired. And uh, one of um, Jordan's old friends is a dude who's a stand-up comedian. This a, a fucking great guy. And uh, um, am I tripping as a Scott or is it Brandon? Fuck, am I, I think of Scott. And one of the things he also does is he's a chef. And he was talking about this thing called a potato diet, which people have lost like massive weight, 50 to 100 pounds. He was breaking everything down to me. And I was like, oh shit, I might have to fuck around and do the potato diet. Only thing with the potato diet is it's much more hands-on, meaning I got to boil potatoes, cut up potatoes and certain things. But it sounded really interesting. And, you know, maybe one day I might try it. But come to find out this dude is a chef. Um, this house is great. It has fucking one, two, three, four, five, six bedrooms. This house was set up to be a fucking Airbnb. But six bedrooms nice driveway gated. It was a cool area. We're right by Brook L. And it was just, it was dope. And um, so Scott decides to start cooking and we have fucking, sh- the fridge is fucking stocked. I was shocked. Beers, Gatorades, Red Bulls, fucking sandwich meat, um, burgers, bacon, fucking 48 eggs and like industrial-sized restaurant levels of eggs and just vegetables and all kinds of stuff. My man is cooking up a gourmet fucking breakfast, like I'm talking home fries with onions and all this other stuff, and cooking up, you know, eggs and and bacon, all the basic stuff, but then, like, throwing his twist on it, you know what I'm saying, with, like, a little bit of spices, a little garlic, a little seasoning, you know, cheese on the eggs and, you know, doing some stuff with bagels, some stuff with not, and we had a lit-ass breakfast, and we said, let's fucking take advantage and just chill out and use the pool. So half of us used the pool. Half of us went out to South Beach and decided to go on the jet skis and all that shit. And we just had a good-ass fucking time. You know, we were chilling. And so uh, Friday night, we ate dinner at the house. We had barbecue. We had uh, burgers, links. And, um, <laughs> I'm trying to be real careful how I tell this story. You know what I'm saying? Um, We decide to, you know, this was part of the bachelor party. It was like, you know, it was a two-part series. And, um, you know, we had some festivities, go out the house. It was fun. And... uh, I don't know how to say this shit. But one of the guys that we're with is this guy named Brian. And Brian has a podcast that uh, DBP produces called Hell Has an Exit. And, uh, you know... Brian I had no idea was a I um I hate using that word fan, right? But he's a big, he's a he's a big uh admirer, supporter of mine. He's listened to every ep- episode, he's bought a lot of joy from me. Cool dude. And I don't even know like he works in like kind of like the adult industry on in his side, you know what I'm saying? He's got a lot of plugs, he knows a lot of girls, and a uh, super cool fucking dude. Like this dude saved the day too many times. So, you know, he hired some special, you know, people to come up, and uh it was just a fucking very interesting night. Let's just say that. It was very funny. We played some practical jokes on Jordan. And now, you know, all day, Jordan Gibbs just saying to me, he goes, I feel great. I feel great. I feel great. And he's not lying. He's just being honest. He feels great. He's drinking. He's having a good time. A couple, a uh, new dude show up named John. He was super cool. He's from the Bay as well. And, and super smart dudes. Stanford grad. Went to Yale. And just, just great dudes, you know. But, we played a prank on fucking on Jordan. It was it was fucking incredible, but yeah, man, we had a great time in that house. We got to swim. We got to, I got. By the way, I got the shit bitten out of me by mosquitoes. I'm sure all the guys have too. I wasn't thinking it was that big of a deal. I was like, oh, you know, they're here and there. Yo, I got thirty. Mosquito bites on one leg and 30 on another. And they're like on the ankles, they're in the inside. It's driving me crazy. I've used calamine lotion. I've used Aveeno fucking itch. It's driving me fucking nuts. And I got a fucking golf tournament to play today. It's just, I'm just trying to fucking just chill. All right. This is driving me fucking crazy. So um, Saturday comes around. We decide to get up, have a little breakfast, have some Starbucks and everything, whatever. And we say, you know what? Fuck this. Let's head over to South Beach. Let's head over to Ocean Ave, let's chill out, let's figure it out and let's kick it. So we go to Ocean Ave and you know, people are left and right. If you know Ocean Ave is like, you know, motherfuckers out there on the bicycles wheel in, you know, people trying to floss their fucking Lambos and all that shit and everything and a bunch of random ass people. But we end up at the Beacon Hotel, not knowing, you know, and once I looked at it, I was like, oh, it really is, yeah. Not knowing this is the hotel that is directly next door in the movie Scarface, one of the biggest, greatest, craziest movies in Hollywood history. There's a scene where, remember, Scarface, you know, uh, Al Pacino was there with fucking, uh, with, um, fuck, what's his fucking name, dude? God damn, it's driving me crazy. Manny, Manny Rivera and his little cousin and someone else. And there's a scene where, you know, they're fucking... Chopping his cousin's face, Angel, with a, a chainsaw. And remember, they walk out of the hotel. They finally get anybody to kill everyone, and they fucking throw the coke into the suitcase and they throw into the fucking the ragtop and take off. Right there, when you see all those old people tripping, that's the Beacon Hotel. So it's kind of legendary that we were there. I never actually of all the plans. I've been there, been to the Cleveland and all that stuff, and you know, and on Ocean Ave. But it was lit. So we sit and eat. You know, we get some fucking, I got some, uh, what did I get? I got a skirt steak. Uh, Jordan ate like a fucking champion. He got some, uh, he got salmon teriyaki with a lobster tail. Everyone's eating good shit. We got fucking, uh, what do you call it? Calamari, we're having this. And this lady goes, we have this mega monster drink. It's the monster margarita, right? That wasn't the name, I forgot what it was. But you guys ready for this? 55 fucking ounces. The margarita was 55. Let me explain to you guys real quick. A shot of alcohol is one ounce. A shot of, you know, margarita mix still has liquor in it. You know, some don't, but I'm just saying. Okay. This thing was like 40, 50 bucks. But I was like, nah, we ain't putting in no motherfucking Kirkland fucking... uh, um, and I'm not knocking Kirkland, but their tequila is definitely trash, 100% trash. So he asked for Tacas Amigos. And I'm like, bro, are you sure? 55 ounces Casamigos. And by the way, that's not it. There's two Coronas inside. It's this massive glass. I put on my story, it went fucking viral. My story, people going fucking crazy. And so Jordan's like, fuck it. I take a sip of it, it's fucking delicious. Not only that, Jordan was so fucked up, he started throwing Skittles in there. But it was delicious. His boy John decided to drink it. And I'm like, yo, this is not a good idea for anyone, right? Come to fight out later. Those margaritas were 100 bucks each. And you know what? They are fucking worth it. But it was funny. <laughs> Brian from Hell Has No Exit goes, they should make a reality show and have people drink this 55-ounce you know, do it, class goes margarita, and then follow him around town, see how they act, like, Jordan was smashed, and it was funny, he kept saying, yo, I'm 1 a.m. fucked up, and it's like, four o'clock, and I'm like, bro, chill the fuck out, and he goes, no, I'm 1 a.m. fucked up, I'm like, no, bro, you're 4 a.m. fucked up, homie, you are a fucking done, you're you're done, so, you know, we're just vibing, chilling out, not trying to fuck up everything, Jordan's feeling okay, whatever, everybody's he's little, little out of it, and, um, My man Trey decides to go walk down and go get some drinks. He's chilling out, kicking it. And he orders a Kettle One and soda, okay? Now, mind you guys, if you go to Delilah, if you go to the addition, if you go to any high-end place, the Polo Lounge, any really high-end spot, okay? A Kettle One with soda is going to probably hit you for about $14 to $17. I want to say $15, 16 is safe. And that's a lot for a shot, you know what I'm saying? It's a little small drink, okay? He got a vodka soda on Ocean Ave for $26 fucking dollars. After tip, it's 30 bucks, right? Maybe 31 And I'm like, what the fuck? Then he met some, you know, some girls. He decided to buy these girls two kamikazes. Got them two kamikazes, and he got a bottle of Fiji water. They hit him in the head for 88. At that point, you got to give him the fucking 100. So, all right, cool. So, he's like, yo, this is bullshit. So, I don't know what's going on in Miami because Miami's never had the high prices. I understand it's inflation and shit, and we're going to get into that, right? But it was fucking wild. Like, we were just like, yo, this is crazy, right? Like, so we paid for lunch, finished everything else. Um, you know, we're tripping, we're taking pictures in front of the fucking Scarface Hotel. And, uh, you know, Jordan is fucked up. And I'm like, all right, no big deal. You know, he'll he'll bounce out of it. So we decide to head back to the hotel. Brian pulls up in his fucking monster fucking F-250, raised up on 28-inch uh Forgiatos, car is lit, motherfucker's got fucking gats in his car. He's a fucking he's a savage. And uh he saves our life. He has a bed, a physical mattress in the back of the bed of the truck. You know, these dudes are buzz here and there. Jordan's brother Jesse, by the way, who is a fucking phenomenal human being. Totally opposite of Jordan. Not dissing Jordan, I'm just saying he's like, you know, taller, handsome dude, stick man, you know what I'm saying? Getting bitches and all that. He pulled some bad hoes this weekend. He was he pulled a couple bad ones, right? Just great fucking dude. He's got a basketball program, knows a lot about sports. That was another thing, To All of us were sports fanatics. It was dope. That was another thing that was I was sick. But so, um, he decided to sit in the bed while we go back home, you know, driving over the bridge, you know, going, to, you know, looking over Star Island and shit. And he was like, yo, that was a surreal experience going over the bridge and all that. It was fucking tripped out. And I was like, oh, I couldn't imagine. So we get back to the house. And I'm like, look, I'm going to change. I'm going to shave. I'm going to get my shit right. I'm going to fucking watch uh, a little bit of TV. And I'm like, fuck this. We're going to just kick it and get reset and be cool. I take like a 45-minute nap. I get in the shower, shave my wig, start getting ready, start getting fresh. I come downstairs and Jordan is fucking out. He ain't just out. He is out tro. No BTB podcast. He's out, all right? For an hour, we're trying to get dude up. And John is also fucked up. John is like six, one, six, two, good shape you know, was in his underwear. He was so fucked up. Um, I don't know what ethnicity John is. John might be part black, part Asian, part something. He's, you know, could be fucking Indian from India. I don't know. He just, he was fucked up. We try to shake his ass up with a move. So Jordan is passed out. He's wearing his clothes for going out, but his belly's out and fucking his brother, you know, Jesse's like, put your fucking belly away. It was just fucking hilarious. He's giving him shit. You know, it's only things that brothers can say to each other. So we pour cold ice on Jordan. And that shit did nothing. His ass fucking went fucking face into the fucking pasta, you know, like (laughs) straight up Jordan Belfort, you know, fucking uh, that level fucked up. It was just crazy. Finally, bachelor party supposed to start at nine. It's 9.45 and he ain't going nowhere. Finally, around 10.45, 10.50, he gets up. He's like, hey, Ben, I saw your stories, you fuck. And it was funny because the stories were going fucking viral all over the place. It was fucking hilarious, right? So we get um get them going. We finally get out of the house at eleven and we head over to Tootsie's and we had a fucking fantastic motherfucking time in the VIP room. Um, you know, the general manager showing me even special rooms like where you can go if you're like like major, major celebrity wanna be with, you know, or you wanna be low-key, you don't want to deal with anybody. They got like six private rooms back there with their own bathrooms and just like Real nice setups. You can even have private shows back there. It's pretty crazy. Um, all while this is going on, Drake is dropping his album in Miami. And I already knew about it. You know, a lot of people don't know, but like, you know, I'm tired of the OVO family. So he was dropping his album on Friday. People didn't know what was going on. They didn't know he was in Miami. And um, you know, uh, Kai, friend of the podcast, he was like, yo, bro, like, pull up here. We're going to be here. And I'm like, bro, he's going to end up at Tootsie's. I don't want to hear no bullshit, right? He didn't show up on Friday night to Tootsie's, so figuring, you know what I'm saying, Thursday night must be the night, right? So they had their party. Um, I didn't go. Uh, funny thing is, I walk into Tootsie's and I see Future the Prince. Future the Prince is Drake's DJ and also his manager. So me and Future start talking. I'm like, oh, bro, why don't you say something? He's like, dog, you walk right by me. I wasn't trying to interrupt you. So, you know, they're setting up for Drake's party there. And, um, you know, I'm running into random-ass people in there, right? So we talk about the album, which uh, there is a split decision how people feel about this album, right? I haven't listened to all of it, but I trust Drake's musical choice and direction he goes through. My boy Gordo, a.k.a. DJ Carnage, he produced like five or six of the tracks. A lot of people saying this is the worst album. It's terrible, blah, blah. Some people saying they haven't caught up. I don't know. I'm going to get into that later. But yeah, you know, uh, me and Future chopped it up for like 30, 45 minutes. You know, if you look at some of the old viral videos of me and Drake and my M5, you'll be like, you'll see me saying, oh, Future, Future's in the car, and I've seen this dude come a long way. I don't think my man had 5Gs to his name when, when I met him, and dude is worth, like, you know, healthy eight figures, he's he's balling. So, crazy thing is, you know, we're at the VIP table, we got atmosphere girls, we got strippers, we're chilling, talking, and, um, you know, 90% of the girls in Miami have BBLs, 97% of the girls in Tootsies have BBLs, so all you see is these tr- fucking gigantic fucking asses, and it was just fucking crazy, so I'm starting to talk to this one chick, her name is Sicily. she hits me up, I'm like, yo, you look familiar, really pretty face, she's like a cross between Drita and Kim Kardashian and uh, no cap. and she's like, yo, you sent me a gold sealer, blah, blah, whatever. I, I tagged you in a post. I have your gold money counter. Yo, it's lit. So we start talking and these girls are talking about they have an app, a seminar, and they want to start teaching girls who are stripping how to truly monetize and how to invest their money, how to take this shit way higher than, than just normal because these chicks is bringing 15 bands a night, Okay. Some of y'all, all right, no big deal, whatever, boom, stop the cap. These girls are working four nights a week. That's 60 bands a week right there, cash, you know, 240,000 in a month. That's good pay. These girls are chilling, they're smart. And this girl's like, "Yo, I'm going to start telling people, I'm going to teach all these girls how to get their paper, how to, you know, make it into more shit. And one girl's talking about she owned Airbnbs. There's all these different ways. And she's like, look, fuck that. Yeah, cool, where are you, Gucci? Where are you, Louis Vuitton? You know, whatever bullshit, but... You know, I'm rooting for didn't get her name, but yo, she's about to revolutionize the way that, you know, strippers do this shit. And I think that she's wide open because they don't have fucking seminars for strippers on how to make money and shit. It's crazy. Speaking of Brian, Brian had all the plugs there. He's like a regular, he's a scumbag. I originally didn't have time to do Hell Has an Exit, but he's making it so easy for me that he's gonna come in and just we're gonna figure it out. So Much love, Brian. Appreciate all the help you did this weekend. Definitely gonna jump on your podcast. Um, What happened? Uh, I think the funny thing was Saturday night at the bachelor party, we had to be back at the Airbnb by 4.45 because I had to jump in an Uber at 5 a.m. So I was already pre-packed. We were good, but I tapped out, right? Like I tapped out at 2.20, 2.15, got back to the crib. I was like, fuck this. Post made some fucking McDonald's. Uh, got some fucking, uh, I got a double cheeseburger with Mac sauce. I got a fucking four piece, you know, little kid sized chicken nuggets, got some barbecue sauce, hoofed that shit down, shouldn't have did it. French fries fucking taste so good. That fucking high sea orange lit. So I'm like fucking chilling. I'm like, fuck this shit. Around 4 a.m., people start trickling in and I'm like, okay, let's get it cracking. I get a text from Drake at 3.45 in the morning, like, yo, pull up to the faena. And I'm like, bro, I'm a rap and I leave in the morning man I'm leaving fucking in an hour and a half he's like man fuck that shit man pull up the tootsies what's up what's good man and I was like nah I'm good now I'm straight but I gotta say thank you to, to Drake crazy ass shit Drake posted his album you know and you can't comment on Drake's page unless he follows you so I left like three random ass comments, you know, showing, I was like, yo, 305, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll see you in the 305. A lot of people didn't know. He, he didn't announce that he was in Miami. He didn't announce where his party was going to be. He, people didn't know if he was in Toronto, LA, whatever. Just happened to be in the same place. I was there. So I left that comment, that comment, started getting get mad um, likes and everything. I started to get thousands of DMs. I couldn't even see my DMs anymore thousands and thousands of DMs ask me, yo, where's Drake's party at, please? Even if I can't get, I want to be outside. I want to get a glimpse of him, blah, blah, whatever. Thousands. So I look at my Instagram page and I'm at fucking two million followers. And I'm like, yo, the boy, I don't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? You're my dog and I thank you, but that was fucking crazy. I was just insane. And by the way, as I was leaving, tootsies see this tall dude bald-headed dude know some weight very distinct face i'm like what the fuck and i'm like you know four or five drinks in, i'm not that bad um i threw up earlier but it wasn't a big deal i think it was from the acid from the pineapples but yo paul rosenberg you know legendary paul rosenberg president of shady records you know eminem's manager eminem's everything i'm like paul what the fuck's good dog i haven't seen him since fucking my reality show on uh, on google and on youtube and um, the ben baller show and he had a show on, on the same uh channel and we were chopping up for a little bit he's like yo it's good to see you man yeah and everything i'm like you know this man is fucking important it's a big deal so we just random he was and he was like what the fuck are you doing in miami i was like oh, i'm here for a bachelor party and he's like oh word okay so i'm sure i'm gonna connect with them and, and you know what another thing too is i do wish that i would have got um you know, to do drink champs with Moriega and stuff, but I'm going to set that up and definitely jump on That's something I definitely, definitely, definitely want to do. But man, these fucking mosquitoes are fucking killing me right now. I'm just like, fuck. It's like really fucking my whole shit up. But guys, yo, Jordan, thank you so much. Best fucking bachelor party I've ever been to. Gave everybody the PG-13, PG version of the, the weekend. It was just a great time, man. You know what? Cherish your friends, you know, There has to be some formula where everyone can get along. And sometimes people just want to be friends just to be friends. And they don't give a fuck if they argue. And that's true. People argue. That's great. But you know what? Sometimes you really need to choose your friends a better way. You know, you get into that environment and it's not toxic and it's not, you know, argumentative. And it's just, there's, you know, of course there's sports debates. But this was just really good dudes and I can't wait to see these guys at the wedding. So if you guys could... You know, make sure you go to either the the Captain's Picks or go to Jordan Winter, DBP, uh, Instagram. You know, show do some love, man. Getting married in less than two weeks, man. And uh, we're going to get into some commercials, and then we got a real short outro. I'm feeling like shit. I got to get ready for this golf tournament. Yo, Miles. Okay, shit, my bad. Thought you didn't hear me. All right, there we go. Be right back. Hey, guys. We've seen so many people make ridiculous money from crypto, but did you know it's easy for you to do the same? The Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the coins that the YouTuber James McMahon personally holds and allows you to copy him. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest as simply do what he does. So let me tell you more about James. He runs the Crypto with James YouTube channel, which has over 17,000 subscribers, and since March 2020, he's told his viewers to buy 26 crypto coins. Had you put in 100 bucks in each one of those, it would now be worth over $53,000. Of the 26 coins, his top pick of the year is a coin called Phantom. It's currently up over 410 times from when he said. That one call alone has retired a number of people, including guys and girls, in their 20s and 30s. Remember, this is public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and verify this for yourself. So if you'd like to join the 1,300 members who copy James, then stop what you're doing now and head over to copymycrypto.com Ben. You'll not only find proof of everything I just said, but my listeners will get full access for just one dollar. You won't find this offer anywhere else, but act fast because this offer ends soon. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash Ben. That's B-E-N. Don't take this offer lightly. He's the real deal. Go visit the site now. So the Golden State Warriors are the 2022 world champions in the NBA. I'm not mad at all. Uh, Boston couldn't figure it out. I think they'll be nasty next year. Um, it's all good. I don't know why he didn't pull out the fucking Kobe, you know, wristband on the, uh, on the shoulder or the arm, whatever. Shoulder, what the fuck? Um, and represented, but you know, it just was too much. It was, was vet and shit, you know, and all that vet shit that was going on. But you know, is Steph Curry a top ten player now? I don't think so. Great player, one of the greatest ever, but the top ten is. It's tough, but he's not in there. You know what I'm saying? Greatest shooter of all time, for sure. You know, he's got his rings here and there. I told you before, I could never say anything bad about Steph. I like Steph. Good dude. You know, he loves golf. He's loves Porsches. He's got a fucking GT3s. He's, he's a, you know, just non-problematic. He's a good dude. And congratulations to all of them. Congratulations to my man, Juan Toscano. You know, he got his first chip. He was in the G Leagues. You know, Gary Payton's story was crazy, man. He was in the G Leagues. And like, you know, this team, it, it's dope, man. Fuck it. It's Cali. Show some love, man. You know what I'm saying? I know I got a lot of barrier listeners and stuff, but I never had no issues with the Warriors. I'm fucking excited. Now, I just keep, you know, everyone keeps talking about Kevin Durant and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I get on a plane yesterday and I thought about it, you know. And, you know, Kevin's, let me tell you something quick. Kevin's a dick, all right? We get in arguments all the time on fucking DMs here and there. He's a fucking weird dude. Sometimes I think he's weird because he thinks he's cool. You know, he tries to try to be different and I think sometimes, you know, because he is worth a lot of money here and there. He's the biggest drag dick rider in the entire fucking world, which is funny, right? But like, great basketball player. He's uh, just weird, you know? I've heard nothing but weird things. And you know, his his manager, agent, partner, Rich Kleinman, who's been on the show, cool dude. But yeah, just be on some weird shit sometimes. But like, if he stayed. And I wish he did because, you know, like it was cool because I get to go to the games and shit. He would get me tickets and stuff. This is during, I don't know what happened or where. Something happened. I don't know if it's Rappaport. I don't know what it is. but dude just got weird. But, um, if he stayed at Golden State, Steph would have five rings right now. Right? Maybe even six. And then they were going for seven or eight. They, they, they would have been insane. And, you know, he still got a lot of basketball left. I still think with injury and that. I think Kevin Durant still got at least two or three, the four years, five years. He's good. Now, LeBron, I don't know what LeBron got, but LeBron's talking about going to the Warriors. LeBron, sit your bunk ass down, man. fuck are you talking about, bro? It's just so fucking, just so lame. Just really fucking lame. I like just, I'm not about, that's just whack. If you want. I don't care if you leaves the Lakers. Go ahead, man. Go to New York. Go to fucking, go to Boston. Do whatever the fuck you want. But go to fucking, just, Come on, dog! Stop, man! But um, they don't really. <laughs> I don't think that you know. I think that the Golden State can win it next year too. It's just crazy, it's just fucking nuts. And I forgot who that one fucking dumb fuck was. Who was? What's his name? Nick or something? He's he was on Cuffs the, the Legends podcast talking about oh, Skeff's so never going to wear another ring again. Blah blah, whatever. Dude's a dumb shit. He's the fucking idiot. Um, sidebar. Um. Gas prices, right? I'm in Miami. Regular is about four seventy five, and then it's like five, you know, oh five for fucking premium, right? And that's ninety three at the pump. And I decided to do, you know, a little research and just try to look at some shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck's going on here? A barrel of oil was like, don't quote me. I'm saying it was like one hundred twenty dollars or something, right, in two thousand fourteen. Okay. And and I don't know what, I'm just giving you a number, but a barrel of oil in 2022 is less than that. It was in 2014 when we had gas strikes here and there guys, there's no fucking shortage of gas. They're just trying to fucking take the highest amount of profits ever in history. So these fucking companies, Exxon Mobil, whatever the fuck scumbag pieces of shit because people do need gas. Right, and it's just fucked up because you know they could legitimately bring the prices back to three dollars in the certain areas, and then in LA, bring it back to four bucks. This is crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like it's definitely not that, that shit's whack. Period. But I want you guys to tell me what you think of Drake's album. I need people who've listened to it once or twice. Marinated and listen to it again. Tell me the truth. Uh, send DMs at, to the Ben Baller Pod uh, uh, Instagram page. Um, Father's Day was yesterday. And I never get like anything crazy good enough for Father's Day. That's what it is. It's the truth. We never get treated a certain way, whatever. It's just it's what it is. Sometimes there's, you know, some little small things here and there, you know. Uh, my wife got me some some golf gear and stuff. But because I mentioned Quarters Korean Barbecue on the world famous Behind the Baller podcast, on the food episode, on the best of LA. It caught wind to one of the owners of quarters and the social media director and then the general manager. And so they're like, look, we can't have you wait no more because there's no reservations. I don't give a fuck if you're Kim K, if you're fucking Kanye, you're waiting in line. They're trying to make something work. But yo, let me tell you, we had the best fucking Korean barbecue that we have had since me and Nicolette have been together. And we've had some great meals. Rest in peace to Dongiljang is one of my favorite restaurants, but quarters, yo. We ordered two wagyu combos, okay? We ordered the fucking bulgogi and it was fire. One of the best marinades I've ever tasted reminded me of my fucking mom and my grandma's cooking. It was too good. Obviously, the kerang came and everything, right? And the fucking soap, uh, it's fucking pork bellies. Like, we went, in. brisket was fucking A1 the cheese fucking mixed fondue you fucking mix with the shit and just the kimchi was good oh my god kimchi was more fermented a little softer and it was fucking like um, spicier than the kimchi jjigae it was perfect man just amount of red perfect amount of duck in it had some changjiri in there it was fucking amazing their panchan choices could be a little better but yo know, they just focused on the meat it was so fucking good and when you go to Koreatown, and you go to quarters, it's in Chapman Plaza. And there used to be more greenery in there, more trees and stuff. When you walk in there, you feel like you're in fucking Paris. It's like a different thing, especially if you pull up right around sunset. So if you pull up like right around, right now, sunset's at like 7.45 or something. If you pull up like at 7.30, almost 8, and you see the lights, they got a fucking, they got a Silver Lake ramen now. That's how foodie Koreatown has got. Right, Silver Lake Ramen is a famous ramen spot Obviously in Silver Lake They brought one there They got like a little knickknack, You know, like makeup You know, Japanese uh, You know, fucking uh, Mostly like, yeah Makeup and fucking, you know uh, Facial shit And fucking um, toothbrushes And candies, whatever It's like an Asian little store Then they got a spot called Towbank, Which is like just an OG spot Where you drink, have some food You pregame there usually, right? And there's like a Starbucks there Which is really surprising Because there used to be a really nice coffee shop there and, you know, it's next to everything, obviously. You can walk outside and go fucking, go to HK Market, go to all kinds of shit. But, you know, pulling up there, parking lot was full. Seeing this dude, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm sorry, man. I'm in a $1.2 million car, dog. Like, can you let me in this motherfucker, please? And he's like, oh, shit, you're Ben Baller. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So there was actually a spot for Nicolette and her, her family, um, her dad and mom. And so, you know, we got two spots parked up there. A bunch of people pulled up like, oh shit, Ben's here, boom. I didn't post until I was already gone. And by the way, someone sent a message saying, well, oh, I thought you didn't post until you were gone. Bro, if I post a city I'm in, who gives a fuck? I'm talking about a restaurant or a venue. <laughs> I don't sit there and be like, oh, I'm not going to post until I'm gone out of New York. Like, no, man. Like, what like, are you, crazy? Talking about being at a specific venue. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, I'm at One Oak right now and then post in real time. And so motherfuckers could come there, who knows, rob me, whatever. No, that's not what I was talking about. Anyways, back to Chapman Plaza. Um, meal was incredible. Thank you so much to Tay and the whole quarters staff. I will be coming back much more often. The food was fucking incredible. Now, to golf, I watched a lot of US Open and, um, you know, watched it on TV in Miami and stuff. And it was crazy because four of the ten leaders were Taylor made players. Right. And I was hoping for Collin to win this one. You know what I'm saying? Because he's been ranked number one, you know, here and there, and he hasn't won anything in a while. So I'm kind of waiting for this motherfucker to win. But, you know, Jordan had some monies on some really good things. And I met, by the way, I met one of the guys who does all the picks for golf for Captain Picks. So we had a good talk. He plays golf. He's a good golfer. And I understood. I was like, who the fuck is giving you guys these tips? He's, he's really, really sharp with it. And he's doing it really good. By the way, guys, Captain Picks, you want to make some fucking money, go to Captain Picks and listen what they're advising you to bet on. You're going to make money. It just, it's just simple like that. Um, Matt Fitzpatrick won the US Open. And the crazy part about it was he is an Excel athlete. And I didn't think about it until now. You know, There's, you know, I forgot. Is there six majors or four majors in a year? I think it's six, right? Or is it four? I forgot. Listen, though. Three of the last four majors in golf have been won by XLSM athletes. That is a big motherfucking flex right there. Like, that is a big, huge flex. So, shout out to my agent, you know what I'm saying? Matt Davis, Kipper, all the guys. Over at XL Sports Management, I appreciate you motherfuckers more than you could possibly ever imagine. By the way, guys, I got um, guests coming on here. Wanted to have Mar Murakami on the show, but it's like, fuck, I don't know. And I got to get out to Asia. He doesn't speak English very good. You know what I'm saying? To be a translator be kind of difficult. Uh, I do want to get more guests on the show. I started realizing that after having Josh that it's not about you guys who want to hear me. It's that it's definitely brought a lot more attention to the show and it's given us better ratings. But um yeah, man, guys, I got a gold crowbar dropping, solid as fuck. This thing is heavy. Like if you want to break your ex-boyfriend's windows, don't do that. I'm just playing. But a dope ass gold crowbar, very affordable price. It is gonna go. This is fucking sick. Um, I have some really, really fucking cool more drops dropping this year. I'm trying to think of what the fuck I was trying to tell you guys, but Look, make it a great day. It's Monday. You know what I'm saying? Go at it. Attack it. I got a fucking golf tournament in two hours. And um, fuck, it's driving me crazy. I can't remember what I was going to fucking tell you guys. I had something I wanted to say and talk about, but can't think of it. But I do appreciate you guys turning it into the pod this Thursday. You know what I'm saying? I'll try to figure out something special for you guys. But what a fucking weekend. I, I, I'm just, oh, by the way. I had two cigarettes. I've had a cigarette in fucking 14 years. I had two cigarettes. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I don't fucking know. But we got some shit coming up. We got a lot of good things going on. Make sure you super follow me. There's gonna be some utility to that. I'm gonna make sure that people get, you know, blessed with certain things and gifts and stuff. I can't remember what the fuck I wanted to tell you guys. If If I remember, I'll fucking say it for Thursday's episode. That is it, guys. I appreciate you guys. Yo, Lakey, get us out of here. I'll see you guys back on Thursday.